Hi there, I'm Andy, a moon chasing, manifesting, wander lover, and feel good aficionado. Consider me your woo woo best friend. This show is a sacred space for ideas, concepts, and modalities that might be considered taboo, but that I personally find a great magic in. In these conversations, my mission is to inspire confidence, worth, and mystical thinking in our modern world. Let's get into it, shall we? Hey, bestie. This is officially the last episode of season one. I honestly cannot believe we are here. We started this show. I was looking back at my notes yesterday and some of the things on on the interwebs. The show was launched on February 25th, 2021 in New Orleans. And you know, I had to do it. I ran the birth chart for the show. You can see the birth chart in the show notes on the podcast page on WeWe. So you go to wewegirl.com backslash podcast, and you'll be able to see the picture of the birth chart. And as I looked at the birth chart, I was like, pretty mind blown. So I'm going to give you a quick, just the quick picture of the birth chart. So sun is in Pisces. The show was born February 25th, 12 a.m. in New Orleans. Rising sign is Scorpio because we're witchy. Of course it is. And the moon sign for the show is in Leo, which I'm a Leo sun. So that feels totally right on. Then I always like to look at South Node and North Node. South Node is in Sagittarius. So that's kind of the comfort zone. So comfort zone of me and the show would be getting philosophical and exploring. And of course, Sagittarius loves travel. And that is certainly my background. And then the North Node in Gemini, uh, that says so much about what we're doing here. The archetype of North Node in Gemini is that of the messenger, the teacher, the storyteller, and that of someone with eternal youth. And I think this show has that. It is a show intended to be one in which we're in inspiring conversation. And it is intended to be playful and fun. And like you're at a slumber party with your best friend, getting into modalities and topics of conversation that perhaps have been taboo for you or might have been taboo for your friend. And now you're going to get into it and talk about it. And yes, we go deep on this show often but it's always intended to be accessible and available to anyone, no matter where you are on your spiritual journey, no matter where you are in regards to exploring mystical modalities. It is intended to be curious and conversational. And the North Node on the chart for Woo Woo BFF falls in the eighth house. And the eighth house represents Death and sex and money. Are there any more taboo topics than death, sex, and money? So that's what we're doing here. We're getting into conversation about the taboo, and it's intended to be really open and accessible and available to anyone who wants to explore it. So it's been really fun for me to take a look at the chart for the show. There's a lot more going on, and you can take a look at it when you 
pop over onto the show notes, but there's a lot of a lot of action in Pisces and then a lot of action in Aquarius. On the chart, all of these planets fall in Aquarius. Saturn, Mercury, let's see, Jupiter, and Venus all fall in Aquarius. And then right next to Aquarius is Pluto in Capricorn at 25 degrees. So there's just a lot going on in that part of the chart. And you know what I'll have to do in season two is have one of our magical astrology reader friends come onto the show and just read the chart for the show. I think that would be really fun. But I wanted to look at it before I started recording this episode, just it's partly to get to know my own show better in some way and to see what's kind of written in the stars for the show. So there we have it. That's that's the chart. Sun in Pisces, rising in Scorpio, Leo moon, north node in Gemini, and lots of action in Aquarius and Pisces. Hmm, fun, right? You can do this for your business too. You can do this for your business. You can do this for your pets. You can do it for your friends and family, obviously people. You can do it for pieces of art that you make. There's a chart for everything. So I hope this inspires you to consider pulling the birth chart and looking at the astrology for something that might be special to you. Okay, so let's get into the episode. We have so many episodes to celebrate from this past season. Every single episode was so special in its own right. And we're going to be doing some fun things going into the remainder of the fall and winter before we release season two. We have some bonus episodes that will be coming with some really special guests. So stay tuned for those. We're not really going away. We're kind of like wrapping up season one with a beautiful little crystal ball bow. And then we have quite a few bonus episodes coming. We have some re-releases of a few of the top episodes from season one coming as well. And we're having a manifestation series coming up later this fall going into the winter season as well. We have a manifestation class that starts on the winter solstice. It's available now. You can actually, in the show notes, go click on the link and register for the class now. We're going to be going through the eight steps of my manifestation process, but we're going to be blueprinting out your manifestation plan for 2022, which will be really fun and will allow you to really set the tone for what you want to call in in 2022. So I'm super hype about that class coming out. And so I thought what I would do for today, we're going to do a high level review of the eight step manifestation system. I'm going to give you this in like 30 minutes. And what I invite you to do before we get into the episode, if you haven't yet done this, go over to my website, go to weewegirl.com, and then get the free eight-step manifestation guide and follow along. Now, if you're listening in the car or you're like, you know, doing things around the house and you can't sit down in front of your computer right now and get on the guide, that's okay. I'm going to take you through all the steps. But when you have time, if you are so interested 
sit down with the guide. The guide has journal prompts and further exploration of some of the concepts and manifestation that will help you along the way. But I want to take you through the eight steps high level. You probably, if you've been hanging around here long enough, you kind of know what these steps are. And I want to give them to you in a way that feels like, okay, I can do this and we're coming to the end of the year and I'm ready to do this and I'm ready to start writing my plan for 2022 and I'm ready to call in all the things that I want. And then if you feel called, come to the class in December and we'll go way deeper. Here's the background on how my manifestation practice came to be. Since I started practicing these eight steps, here's a couple of the big ticket desires that I've manifested. My dream house here in LA, I have a whole episode around that. I envisioned a home with a garden, lots of flowers, trees, a big tub. If you've listened to that episode, you know the big tub that I was envisioning ended up being the hot tub in my backyard. I wanted something that felt retreat-like and creative and romantic. I've manifested both of my most recent Books, one that is not quite out yet. It's coming out in 2022 and wonderful. My book that came out back in 2016, I wanted to have the ability to create a book when I was writing wonderful that would allow me to travel all around the U.S. to be in complete road trip mode, that I'd be paid to do it, and that I'd have an opportunity to explore artistic hideaways, and really special destinations. And I got the deal. And I got paid like a year's salary to create that book. And it happened in 2016 before I really had a social media following when the idea of traveling the world and writing and teaching was just a dream for me. My partnership with Ben, very much a manifestation. I don't talk a ton about Ben here, but you guys get little bits and pieces, and trust me, he is completely made of magic. And my experience when I was working as a travel blogger was very much born out of my manifestation practice. I had no idea what it meant to be a travel blogger. I had no idea how to get paid doing that sort of work. Now I feel like there's all sorts of coaches and teachers and people out there that can kind of show you the way of that process. I started doing it years ago when I just, all I saw out there was travel journalists and I wanted to travel and write for myself and to tell stories about what I was experiencing. And that was very much a manifestation that came to life. So that's just a couple of like the big stuff, the big things, the really big things. So if you've heard of the law of attraction, That's a really good way to start on your manifestation journey, but there's so much more to it. I started studying manifestation in 2006. That was the year that the book and the movie The Secret came out. I started working with the law of attraction then, and I noticed that the approach was really working for me, but I also felt like there had to be more to it. I started studying everything I could get my hands on about the concepts of manifestation, and the more I refined my process, the more things kept happening. What I learned really quickly was manifestation has nothing to do with saying positive affirmations over and over again. It has nothing to do with superstition. It has a whole lot to do with your beliefs about self. And there's this concept of vibrational frequency. And sometimes this one gets like a little bit turned 
it can, it can get a little bit divisive. I'll just say that because here's the thing. I don't believe that if you're living in a low vibrational state, like experiencing depression and anxiety, or you've had a life in which you've experienced oppression and so you just aren't feeling great. I don't believe that you're then calling negative experiences into your life. What I do think is reality, and there's certainly science now around this, is that when you're psychologically in a state in which you believe that you can create a vision for your life and then begin to feel into the emotions associated with that vision, then you're more likely to take inspired action to bring that vision and those feelings to life. And I believe that anybody can get into that vibrational frequency and can elevate out of low emotional states of being. And sometimes that takes a lot of work. So you can't just get there by saying positive affirmations and all of a sudden you're like out of a depressive state. So whatever the work that it requires of you to begin to move into a higher vibrational frequency, you got to do that work. And then you can start to cast the vision, feel into the emotions, and take inspired action. So let's get into the steps. I'm going to move through these steps quickly. And as a reminder, you can get the downloadable version of these eight steps over on the website at weewegirl.com. Okay, so step one is facing your limiting beliefs. If your belief system is that you're not deserving or you're living in a low self-worth place, it'll be really hard for you to begin to move into a state of inspired action. You have to eliminate all the reasons why you believe something could be impossible for you. And this is where co-creation with the universe comes in. You are 100,000% a part of the process If your belief system tends to be on the negative side, just spend time here working to get out of this negative belief system about yourself. You can do this by spending time with your journal, working through your shadow, really considering any negative self-talk that you have going on. Ask yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you believe that you can have the life that you're dreaming of? If your number is low, that's okay. It's a sign that it's time to do more inner work to really begin to believe in yourself. Step two, ask for what you desire. So this involves writing your list. This is as simple as it sounds. You don't need to get fancy. Just pull out a sheet of paper and handwrite exactly what you want. State it with intention. And here's how you write the list. You want to be specific. For each item that you're calling in, bullet point the essentials. Include the exact elements, writing out the features that make up what you desire. For example, if you're calling in a new apartment, be specific about the elements of the apartment, not just the money that you need to pay for the down payment. You really have to build that vision in your mind of what this apartment is going to have. The cost can definitely be included on your list, but be clear that the apartment and the feelings that you're going to have when you're living in that apartment, that's what's most important. Then make sure as you're writing the list, write from your heart, not from your ego. You'll know the heart is speaking if the voice is encouraging and soft and genuine and just fills you up with warmth. 
versus a voice that feels stubborn or mean or shameful. So when you're thinking about that apartment, the voice should be one in which you hear this like apartment wrapping you up in joy versus like, I have to have this because my friend has this and I want to make sure that if my friends come over, it also feels like this in my apartment. That's more of like a shame or jealousy approach to creating your list. And that's not going to help you to really feel into the emotion of what it will be like to have that thing come to life. Step three, raise your vibrational frequency. We're all human beings, so it's natural to go through cycles of low and high vibrational emotions. And we do have the power to shift our vibrational state. Low vibrational feelings are feelings like shame, guilt, fear, jealousy, indifference, frustration, anger. High vibrational feelings include gratitude, fulfillment, love, joy, compassion, and peace. If you're feeling a low vibrational emotion, sit quietly and imagine radiating love and compassion or any of those high vibrational feelings that you're working to get into. Bring those into your mental and emotional space. Just focus on them. Even if you're feeling frustrated or fearful, see if you can sit with yourself and feel joy and happiness and love and compassion and remember what it's like to be in that emotional state. Don't criticize yourself for how you got into the low vibrational state to begin with. And just sit with that until you can start to feel a change. There's a meditation that I teach in some of my classes in which we work on dialing down any turmoil that we're having in our life, dialing it to zero and focusing on the number zero. And that's a good way to start to shift that vibrational frequency as well. If you can dial down the negative emotions so that they become zeroed out, and then raise up the high vibrational feelings, you can get there a lot quicker. To ensure your vibe is totally on high, now go back to your list and elaborate. I like to write a note directly to the universe expressing thanks or love or joy or whatever the feeling is that I'll experience once that manifestation comes to life. So for example, when I was calling in my book deal, I would make a note that I'm manifesting this book deal because it will bring joy to those who read it. And to me, it will inspire and create transformation. And by creating transformation for others, lives are changed, mine included. And that is cyclical and it's for the greater good. And so I would write about this feeling until I could feel it in my core and until it came true, until it came to life. Step four, expand your circle. This is the perfect example of that adage, seeing is believing. Take a look out into the world and find people that you admire that are living the life of your dreams. Perhaps they're just a few steps ahead of where you want to be. Notice the aspects in them that you are growing into. Have it be someone you admire, and maybe you even feel a tiny bit of envy. And if that's the case, it's likely that they're just mirroring to you your unmet self. 
if that feeling spills over into like intense jealousy or low self-worth, that's not the person. That's not the person to be paying attention to. Stop following them on Instagram. But if you can show your subconscious that you too can have what they're having and begin to incorporate what they're doing into your mindset, you can quite literally expand your belief system via them. If you see it and believe it, then you can also achieve it. The most potent expansion comes from personal relationships, friends, and mentors. Those people make for really great expanders. However, there's a lot of ways to find expanders, even if you don't have a personal mentor or a friend that you can look up to. And a few great places to do that would be social media is an obvious one, but go to workshops, watch inspiring movies, read books and biographies and autobiographies of people that are doing really cool things or have done really cool things in the world. Listen to podcasts. Truly any sort of group conversation in which you get to hear about other people's experiences or stories, those are good conversations to be in. There's a saying that you're the average of the five people closest to you. So check in with yourself. Take a look. Who are you surrounding yourself with every single day? What's their vibe? Who are they listening to? What are they getting into? And then ask yourself, When I'm spending time with these people, what are they showing my subconscious mind? Are they showing me that I can live a big, big life that I'm really proud of? Or are they showing me that I need to stay small? And it doesn't mean you can't still love those people if you spend less time letting them influence your subconscious mind, if you need to kind of make some shifts and adjustments. What it does mean is that it's time to bring in new people into that group of five that will show your subconscious mind what's possible. So just choose your people wisely. Step five, make space. The vacuum law of prosperity says that in order to call in what you want, you have to make room for it. Space allows for movement. When all your space is filled up, it's really hard for new good stuff to make its way into you. So by reducing the unnecessary stuff going on in your life, You can create the time, the atmosphere, and the opportunity for what you're manifesting to show up. Consider, what are you holding on to that's blocking you from getting what you want in your life? Are you holding on to an ex-relationship? How can you expect the right partnership to show up when that space in your heart is all filled up with old feelings? Or do you have a physical space? that perhaps is, let's talk about your office, for example. Maybe you're calling in a new job or new work or new clients, but in that physical space, your desk is all piled up with clutter that you can never quite get through and receipts and bank statements or whatever it is that's piled up on your desk. To attract more work, reduce the piles to allow for fresh projects to show up. Another really good example is your wallet or your purse. If your wallet is all full of old dry cleaning receipts and business cards that you swapped with someone at a conference in like 2018, you got to clean that stuff out in order to allow more money. We want the money coming into the wallet to attract that money into the wallet or to the purse. Get all the old junk out so that the wallet has room for the money we want to be making. 
Step six, follow the guides. You can call them whatever you want. Maybe it's a download or a ping or a divine hit or a hunch. This is ultimately where your intuition steps in. These guides are the answers that show up out of nowhere. They simply download into your life, into your mind, and they give you direction. So listen and follow them. This is literally the universe communicating directly with you, showing you where to go, what to do, or giving you answers to ideas that you've been pondering. When you get these strong sensations, these gut feelings, this visceral response where you just know something is right, say yes. Do not let the egoic mind take over and talk you out of it. The guides will show up in quick flashes. It'll be like a chill down your spine. It'll be a little clue setting you on your magnetic path. Have you ever had that feeling where out of nowhere, you just feel like you should try something new or do something or go somewhere or email someone or listen to a podcast, for example, and you don't know why you got this hit to do it, but you know you got to do it? Especially when that thing wasn't a part of your daily routine or even on your radar before that moment, that's the guide showing up. Maybe you had a feeling like, I need to go into this coffee shop and check it out, and it's not your usual spot. And you end up sitting down and you meet somebody at the next table over that is exactly the answer to something that you were seeking. Or maybe you signed up for a class that's outside of your usual interests. Or maybe you showed up here today. Often when you think about it, there is no rhyme or reason. There's no real backstory to why you did something that you decided to do. Something just told you to go there. And then it puts you on this new trajectory in your life that is going to take you places really special. Look back at some of the biggest and best experiences of your life, and I bet you'll find that you followed some sort of guide that you didn't even know was there. Step seven is to take inspired action. Now it's time to get the momentum moving. As we've established, manifestation is not just think positive and then sit back and eat bonbons. Once you've followed the first six steps, you'll notice the guides are starting to show up all the time. The universe is taking notice when your vibration is high. Your energy is being matched by the things that are starting to arise into your life. And now if you take inspired action, the universe will do the same and you're in this process of co-creation and there's this continuous movement to take you down this path to get whatever it is that you want. A good way to think of it is this. If you take some sort of action towards your manifestation and you're acting as your authentic self and you're expressing gratitude along the way because, hey, that helps us to stay in a high vibrational frequency. You're setting the energy in motion. Your job is taking that step, getting that energy rolling, and then the things that you're calling in will start to make themselves available to you. The eighth step is to receive and repeat. When you've arrived here at step eight, don't get in your own way. Give yourself permission to receive what you've asked for. Don't self-sabotage. Don't think hey, this isn't really for me. When you're taking inspired action back in step seven, for example, maybe that inspired action is putting together a new resume to apply for a job that you've always dreamed of. 
And now it's time to go in for the interview because, of course, you got the interview. Now show up prepared and don't get in your own way. Let yourself shine. Remember your power and your worth and why you're there to begin with. Give yourself permission to show up for yourself. Give yourself permission to shine your inner light forward. Give yourself permission to stay in your highest vibrational frequency and trust that what you've called in is yours. That job, for example, is yours. See it in a positive light and see it as a gift for yourself and for the greater good. Okay, so that is our eight steps. And we're actually approaching a full moon. So I encourage you to revisit these eight steps and start to write your manifestation lists and really work on each of these steps one by one. The full moon is a really special time to do this because we're really illuminated and our magnetism is amplified around a full moon. So it's a special time to really settle into that practice of manifestation. You can do it anytime. We're never not manifesting. And if you hear out there, oh, like during this particular time of the month or this particular astrological event, I shouldn't be manifesting. We're always manifesting. We're always expressing desires, whether we know it or not. We're always feeling into the emotional frequency. We're always casting visions. We're honestly all pretty witchy people and have a lot more power than we know that we have. It's just over the last couple hundred years or so that has been suppressed, suppressed, suppressed. So lean into your power and know that following these eight steps will help you to align to the life that you really want to live. If you have questions about manifestation, DM me over on the show page at your woo-woo BFF. We love chatting manifestation, and I would love to see you in the class coming up on the winter solstice this December. It's going to be a four-session experience, and you will be designing the blueprint for your life and what you're going to call in in 2022. I cannot wait for the class to begin. So with that, this episode is complete. We have, as I mentioned, some bonus episodes. I mean, the episode is complete, but also the season is complete. Oh my gosh, we're here, end of the season, but we do have these bonus episodes coming. So it won't be long before you hear from us again. And if you've missed any of the earlier episodes in this season, we have 38 really special episodes, interviews, solo episodes, Q&As, all sorts of fun stuff. We'll be back again super soon with these bonus episodes coming up for the end of the fall and the winter season. And what we're planning for season two is already feeling so special. And we're going to have a launch party. We're going to have all sorts of giveaways and things to come. So make sure you come back for season two. If you're not yet following the Instagram page, it's at your woo woo BFF. We'll be sharing lots of resources and just fun woo woo sort of things between now and our upcoming bonus episodes. So come see us over there. If you've loved this show this season, help us to grow. Share the show with your friends, your loved ones, 
post it on your social and we'll repost you. We love seeing what you have to say about the episodes. And with that, I will see you again super soon. Much love. Get your manifestation dialed way up. Go run the birth charts for all of your special things. And thank you for being here with me. Signing off, season one, your woo-woo best friend. Thank you.